Peter Mandaracina, and I want to welcome you to episode 8 of English in Your Face, a podcast for the intermediate and advanced student. Today, we are going to talk about relative clauses. In an earlier podcast, I explained what a clause is. It is one configuration of a subject and a conjugated verb. There are two types of clauses, independent clauses, which can stand alone as a sentence, and dependent clauses, which need another clause in order to make sense. A relative clause is a type of dependent clause, beginning with things like who and that, which, whose, and where, and when, and they are used usually to define or identify the noun that precedes them. In other words, they give more information about a particular subject or object of the sentence that precedes it. There are two kinds of relative clauses. There's a subject form and an object form. Relative clauses are used when you have two short sentences that you want to combine into one sentence. The subject or the object of the second sentence is the same as an element in the first sentence. For example, Mr. Smith is the neighbor. He lives next door. Mr. Smith is the neighbor who lives next door. This is a relative clause and it's in the subject form because who takes the place of the subject Mr. Smith, he in the second sentence. Now, in the second example, Mr. Smith is the neighbor. I like him. Mr. Smith is the neighbor whom I like. Now, this is a relative clause in the object form because whom takes the place of the object him in the second sentence. But whom is not necessary because in English, when you begin another clause, meaning another subject and verb arrangement, we know that we are starting a subordination. Subordination means another part of a sentence inside of another sentence. So we don't need whom, and we say, Mr. Smith is the neighbor I like. That is used for things, and the same constructions hold true for this. In the subject form, Sony is a company, it sells TVs, becomes Sony is a company that sells TVs. And in the object form, Sony is a company, I like it. Sony is a company that I like, but we don't need that again in this object form because we're starting another subject-verb arrangement. Sony is a company I like. Relative clauses can also contain prepositions. There are two ways to construct a sentence with a verb that requires a preposition. You can use a formal or an informal way. Formal is rarely used except in academic writing. Consider these two sentences. New York is a city. I grew up in it. The formal way to express this 
is close to how you would construct the sentence in Spanish. New York is the city in which I grew up. But that's not how we express it in normal conversational English. This is a relative clause in the object form. The tendency for some students, though, is to leave out the preposition on the end. But it has to be there. You can't make a preposition disappear. So, New York is the town I grew up in. Some more examples with both the formal and the informal constructions. I am sitting in a chair. It is black. The formal way of saying it would be, the chair in which I am sitting is black. But the informal and therefore more common way to say it is, the chair I'm sitting in is black. And one more example. The man is my boss. I introduced you to him. The formal way would be, the man to whom I introduced you is my boss. And the informal and more common way is the man I introduced you to is my boss. So there you have a quick explanation of how relative clauses work in English. Perhaps I will get into this more deeply in another podcast, but for now, that's the end of podcast eight. My name is Peter Mangerasina. You can reach me at iClaudius on Twitter and Peter's Language Services on Facebook. Or you can visit my website, www.petermangerasina.com. Have a nice week, and I will be speaking to you soon. Bye now. Bye.